have. I got a short story for you. Traveling to India with no plans of where to stay, how to make money, in order to learn yoga. That led to a life of world traveling and gambling. But first, a word from today's sponsor, AndrePsyche.com. AndrePsyche.com, hopefully you know it by now, is the cute, quaint corner store boutique with all sorts of neat and original merchandise that you had no idea existed. Andre is stationed in the northwest of the good old U.S. of A. and has many, 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 many products that will be completely new and original to you. We are talking about literature, clothing, paintings, prints, accessories, music, poetry, podcasts, videos. But best of all, if you want a fully customized, completely original piece of anything created as a gift for someone that you love, care for, and cherish, message them. Andre is a freelance creator extraordinaire that will make your dreams tangible. So go to andrepsyche.com. Let your spirit guide you through all the plethora, the vastness of options. You're going to find something worth checking out for the same reason we here at the Getting to Know You pod love the site. Because each and every item has a story behind it. Nothing is made. Everything is created on andrepsyche.com. We're also brought to you by the Getting to Know You pod. If you're listening to this short story, do us a favor. Please rate and review, especially if you're in iTunes, this episode. Also, can you friend or follow the podcast? We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And finally, we are seeking sponsors and advertisers to partner with the Getting to Know You pod. We're downloaded all across America and in countries around the world. So if you have a brand or business and are looking to increase views, clicks, encounters, purchases, just message us through any of our social media. Our rates are extremely reasonable. I believe they're extremely reasonable. Honestly, I have no idea. If they are extremely reasonable, when we negotiate, you'll be able to tell me. Hopefully they're too low and you say, no, 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 no. We need to give you more money. That's the ultimate goal. (laughs) That was a freestyle, not off script. And now, getting to know just a little part of you. Hello. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. I'm going to do a terrific show today. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. Because I'm good enough. Getting to know you. Putting it my way. I'm smart enough. You are precisely and doggone it. my cup of tea. Dude, I gotta know about this pivot um India yoga to poker. Because I from the people I've spoken to, the the yoga scene, if you're traveling to India to learn yoga, I'm assuming there's like a super spiritual aspect to it for you. Or was it more just like that was the best schooling for yoga? I had to get to the best. Yeah, I studied Ashtanga, which is probably like one of the least spiritual ones. It's very athletic. It was actually developed for like 13-year-old boys. Really? Uh, yeah, it's very it's very athletic versus a lot of other forms of yoga. And so I went to Mysore and the creator of this form of yoga, Patabi Joyce, he was my instructor. So it was... And he's since passed away, so I'm very glad that I went on the trip, even though I was young and 
very stupid. And some of the stuff that I did looking back, I was like, Oh my gosh, that was so dangerous. As in, well, like now I'm, I'm almost the opposite. Like I'm too cautious of people. And I expect them to, everyone's trying to take advantage of me or something. But one thing I mean, when I just got there, I didn't have a plan of where to stay or anything. This is a young blonde girl traveling alone in India. Wow. And I, I met this random guy on the train. He's like, oh, I can give you a ride on the back of my scooter. I'm like, okay. <sighs> like now I realize like that's stupid. You don't just go, you don't, that's how you get taken, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Liam Nielsen, it must be your father to give you that kind of confidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, and like, so how common was the language there? Or do you know whatever the native dialect is? No, English is their one of their main languages. So like all oh, really? of the, yeah. So they have tons of other official languages and each region has their own language. That's but what I thought. All their politics and stuff are done in English. Got you. I guess that would make sense. The British yeah. stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Cause they were colonized by the British. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You Man, God, just uh, as a side note, I just, you just forget how evasive the English language is because of colonization. You know, Africa, India, things like that. I mean, it's it's fucking amazing. And languages are my like worst thing, the thing I'm really bad at. So I I feel very fortunate that my first language was English, because otherwise, you have to get around the world with English as your second language. Because so many countries, like that's the one country you can, one language you can kind of communicate in. We are very fortunate to as that like to be grow up to be Americans. Honestly, you tend to get with the, with the value of the money, with the culture that America is kind of known for. It seems like you can go places and be a little more, I guess everywhere, but France, from what I hear, (laughs) you can get kind of accepted and people are okay with you as an American. Um, hopefully that doesn't get ruined with four more years of Trump because I feel like everyone's going to close the border. If that happens, we, it, he he may do ir, irreversible damage to America's reputation for travelers. But I don't know if it'll be irreversible, though, because Americans have had bad reps in the past and then it changed. Comes and back. so, like, I remember when I was young traveling, even Americans, they would all put a Canadian flag on their backpacks. Well, yeah, you guys have the best reputation, man. Right, like yeah, you go somewhere and everyone's like, Americans, so they put the Canadian flag on." But, <laughs> but nowadays, like I don't, I, like Obama days for sure, no one had to do that. Everyone. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It was, um, it was, it was iconic. Yeah, dude. So you really rolled to India, and what year? How long ago was that? Um, probably ten or eleven years ago. Okay, yeah. So I'm, I was wondering how close to the internet, Airbnb, were you just thinking hostel at that point? Like yeah, you're just I stayed gonna, in hostels. Yeah, right. Like that was kind of that that whole. Despite the movie, that was like the trend. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Airbnb was around. No, I don't. I, I definitely I, didn't have a cell phone. Right. Like I didn't. I didn't bring. I bought one when I was in China, but it wasn't. Uh, it it was just like for texting and stuff. Holy shit, dude, you made it all the way to China as well? Yeah, I went to India. I went to China right after India. I was in India for like six months. 
And then I was actually volunteering at a Tibetan refugee camp. Oh, oh my God. Teaching them English. And then, um, so like I had just heard the most horrible story about the Chinese and I didn't want to go there. And then I was, this actually, my friend was going, she was teaching in China and I'm like, let's go meet in Korea, South Korea. But she was actually traveling on a U.S. passport and they wouldn't let her even fly over North Korea. Wow. So she couldn't get to South Korea. And that was like 12 years, 10, 12 years ago. And so then she's like, meet me in Shanghai. I went to Shanghai and absolutely fell in love with it. Why? It's kind of like living in a big city like New York, only everything is affordable. So you have these incredible concerts that you can go to, but now it's only like $20. Ah. You have incredible restaurants, but... As a Canadian, I can afford to go to all the really nice restaurants. Mm. You, you're going to Shanghai concerts and enjoying what kind of music? <laughs> I like all the famous American bands, right? Like all. Oh it, shit! Like on a global tour. Exactly. Oh my god! I didn't know that. So then the ticket prices have to get dropped for them to fill those stadiums, huh? Yeah, for the local prices. Yeah. Oh wow! Insider tip: No idea. Yeah, yeah, I loved Shanghai. In fact, that I would go back. Um, you can't play poker there; like that's the negative. I go to. I used to go to Macau a lot because they have poker in Macau, which is across from Hong Kong. But right now, they, the casinos are shut down. The casinos are open, but the poker rooms are all shut down, and I don't know if they're going to even open poker back up. How? So, I, I guess two things: who do you see on your global tour? Like, who's your music taste? I'm trying to remember, but that was so long ago. And it was like we went every weekend, you know? <laughs> so like just... anyone that was traveling in that time, I probably saw them. It was just so regular for you. Yeah, because it was something that we could afford. And you couldn't do that in New York City, right? Yeah, no doubt. Man, Blink-182, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm, I'm pretty sure yes. <laughs> and I know you're not supposed to be a fan of them, but I'm still a fan. <laughs> Dude, how do you keep all this travel stuff straight, man? Like, do you just have a full wall that's a, like a global map that you're like, um, you're, you're like a nomadic hunter. You're like the Comanches chasing buffalo across the plains. You're just finding these poker things. Is it seasonal? Um, I It is seasonal, but I do choose places that I actually want to go to. Like, we got to go. I was very fortunate. They invited me to come to South Africa, so they... Um, they paid for like my tournaments and then gave myself and my partner a safari and everything. And that was, I'm so happy I did that like pre COVID because who knows when's the next opportunity to do that is. Wait, what continent have you not been to? Antarctica. And I really want to go. That's it. God. Poker with penguins. Like what would, I, that, what would be the penguin be picture, right? What would be the penguin yeah. selfie? <laughs> I, that's, I, on my Twitch homepage, that's what it actually says. It says, I played poker on every continent except Antarctica, and that is a goal. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. What's stopping you from setting up a tournament there? How come you don't want to take the lead of that? I, I'm trying to figure out how that would work. Um, yeah, I think like what we would have to do is charter – a boat and Antarctica is very expensive as is. 
like it's quite an expensive destination. So then we'd have, I think it would have to be like all high rollers and I'd have them find these people that are also interested in going to Antarctica. <laughs> Just to say, right? Like it's only, I picture like the RVs that I see where they have the stickers that cover every state that the RV's been in. Yeah. So like you, it would totally be a pride thing where you just want to be like, I've played poker on all every land mass on in the world. Yeah. And my, I have a co-host on my, one of my Twitch streams and she collects flags, but we call, call them Hendon mob flags. Cause Hendon mob is where they display all the tournaments you've cashed in. So she collects flags from around the world, but she has to actually have, made money in the tournament so that's her goal everywhere she goes standards i like it yeah yeah that's kind of neat yeah it's pretty cool dude i I do i so like the idea again now we're getting back to the movie maverick where you're on the riverboat because it's safe see maybe maverick is underrated now maybe it's actually just very practical maybe it's very practical I don't think it's that bad. I think it's corny. I haven't seen it for years, but I think it was like corny in times. But oh, dude, it's, it's beyond bad. corny. The the yeah. Native American scenes when they like just start like taking advantage of both sides and the Russian hunter. I mean, like it's it's so well done, but it's so over the top corny. Um, that's oh, probably yeah. why it appealed to like an eleven year old. You know. <laughs> I think that's so cute that that was your favorite movie. Who would have thought? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it was my favorite. To be clear, um, <laughs> I don't know. That might I have been something that, with that's Care Bears. Why people thought you were a dork. <laughs> no, I. I'm almost positive I thought Mel Gibson was wicked cool, and I did not mind <laughs> trying to quote those lines. And it was definitely something that, if it was on, I would be stopping and watching, because you can pick <laughs> it up like anywhere, like anywhere within the movie. It's almost like watching an episode of Friends where like no matter where it is, you'll be you don't need to know the backstory to understand what's happening now. Yeah. And you're going to have good action, the scenes are going to be good. Um you got the cowboy aspect, the the father son thing, the twist, spoiler alert. And like I mean it's just it, it, you know what I'm going to say it. It's underrated. It's underrated. It's the number 2 <laughs> poker movie. I'm just going to put it out there. It's the number 2 poker movie. I can't think of a number 2 poker movie other than that. I mean, I think that's fair to say. Oh, you know what? I like Molly's Game pretty much. Oh. Have you seen it yet? I, I've only watched it once. And yeah, I only watched it once. <laughs> right? So maybe that's why it's not second for me. Um, but I feel, I feel like I just left it, it. To me, it didn't focus so much on the poker aspect, but more the woman making a way and taking advantage of the poker world. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. More so than like poker driving the plot where rounders yeah. poker drives the plot. Maverick poker drives the plot. For sure. In fact, there's a scene in um, Molly's game that as poker players that we cringe at, like it makes absolutely no sense. Really? And they had a poker player there advising and like, he's full outside. He's like, I told them this doesn't make sense, but uh. they said, the director said that's the way he wanted it anyways. <laughs> what was the thing that didn't make sense? So the next time I watch it, I can make a comment to someone and sound super intelligent. <laughs> I, I think it's full house over full house. And then he makes the fold or something. Um, whatever it is, the action, like when we were earlier talking about cheating, how you can tell if someone's cheating, whether it's a bot or whether they can see someone else's cards uh-huh. is because we understand the game so well that 
we know when a play doesn't make sense. And this play did not make sense. Whether he said it was two huge hands. I remember that. Like it was either kings against aces or something like that. And the guy makes the fold correctly on the screen, but absolutely makes zero sense in real life. Oh. So the next time I watch Molly's game and the people I'm watching it with will probably have no idea either. I'm like, man, you never go full house over full house with that kind of bet. You'd well, never fold there. You'd, you'd never, never fold there. You like, never that's fold. That's just so terrible. That's it. That's my go-to line, huh? Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna get some street cred with that. Yeah. But then if they're like, why? What are you going to say? Yeah, exactly. Or actually the real question would be like, dude, why are we watching Molly's game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did you, why did you make us watch this? <laughs> why is, why was this the movie of the night? And I'll be like, you know what? 38 minutes in, you're going to fucking find out why. Uh, yeah. You're going to get some insight. <laughs> just say, and when you do, just say the line doesn't make sense. The line, that's where you're going. Say, the, the line doesn't make sense. And yeah. How can they argue with that? Cause it's true. Right. It's just oh my God, why would you fall? So stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I hadn't thought about that either. Like, so they're like, can you make a career being a pol- poker consultant to movies? I don't movies? know, but I want to be. <laughs> right? yeah, you sound like you'd be really good at that. You sound like you would fit in. You could be on set, personable, talking to people, traveling around. Yeah. And that would be the only thing though, if they didn't listen to me, it would bother me. I've had one position here in Vancouver because a lot of films are fi- filmed here and um they had asked me about blackjack and the same thing like they set up these hands and then they had the player hit and they like hit on an 18 which yeah do you just, ever which doesn't happen <laughs> yeah i was gonna do so with covid i have a 10 year old daughter and for math i started playing blackjack with her oh nice just I love to, it. just to, like get an understanding of rules and strategy and then we'll bet like candy you know? Um, awesome. And uh, I mean, like, that's something she fucking picked up on real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she and was like, the same thing. The director's just like, no, I want them to hit and bust. Okay, well, like, set up the hand so that it makes sense. But no, that's... Yeah. So, yeah, that's the part I, I think you just have to kind of be like, okay, well, I've yeah. done my position. Yeah, no, but then you get, like, passed around or people talk and then they see it and it's like, well, Jillian was a consultant on that movie and they're taking hits on 18 <laughs> yeah, why would we hire her <laughs> <laughs> she's a hack <laughs> but I'm, that has to happen with all careers right i always wonder that because i when the, the thing that i notice a lot of the time in movies is money because we deal a lot with stacks of money so when they're like this is 20 grand and i'm like no it's not <laughs> like that bothers me that's a great point the whole rubber band thing where they just yeah. like this the briefcase of money yeah, exactly. The briefcase in particular, it's never even closed. Yeah. Um, but I wonder about that with other people's jobs. I'm sure they pick out things like that in movies. Yeah, right. That is true. The Whatever you do, you're just so cynical about when it's portrayed for dramatic yeah. effect. Can dude, And I should have asked this because it, it, six months in India, and it, it's a weird pivot, but like I, I wrote it down because how assimilated do you get somewhere I, I feel like you're all in six months in india i think i got more negative <laughs> and probably i went in as this young person that didn't have any stereotypes or anything and i think i came out the other side of it because i traveled alone from my experience 
I think it would have been so much different traveling with a male or a partner because women just don't have, they have a different role in India Uh. and it's something I had to get used to. Um, For example, one thing the guys would do is just like drive down the street in their mopeds and then they'd see me and they would grab my boobs. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that's like completely not acceptable in North America. You just can't do that. But that was something they did. So I asked this Indian woman, like, what do I do about this? You put a stick. You put a stick in the spoke. You get like a lead pipe. And when they start pulling up on you. Carrying it around all the time? How many lead pipes would I need for one walk? (laughs) You're just pulling them out of a backpack like arrows. Yeah. (laughs) It's like. Sorry, what did she say? Oh my gosh, that that is she, terrible. She said kind of what you said. She's like, oh, just carry rocks around and throw rocks at them. <laughs> and I've now become an expert on the subject I like most. Thanks to Jillian for coming on. Her full podcast will be released tomorrow with a bunch of poker playing details, digital marketing strategies. <laughs> This is my favorite because I'd never heard it. Competitive speed walking competition and other stories. So don't miss out. Be sure to click that subscribe button and her full podcast will be waiting for you when you wake up. Also, thanks to AndrePsyche.com for sponsoring the pod. Go to AndrePsyche.com for unique, thoughtful merch with a story that you're not going to find anywhere else. And before you stop listening, if the first time wasn't enough, please push that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or whatever podcast platform you pushed play on. Your support is very much appreciated. And since I mentioned support, how many ands is that? I need to start editing those things out. Um, by the way, no, that's clunky. Friend and follow the pod. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and finally, there's another one. And finally, God get better. I'm, I'm getting better. Finally, if you or someone you know would like to expand your market and get word out about your brand or product, consider partnering with and advertising on the Getting to Know You pod. Our rates are extremely reasonable. We're just starting up, so we would really appreciate you believing in what we are doing and supporting us. All you have to do is message us through any of our social media platforms. Later.